0: Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temmond, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. The best thing about being President of the United States might be Air Force One. For everyone else, it's horrible airline travel. Still, the Transportation Department could do a bit more to help inform harried passengers about the limited rights they do have. Joining me with more, Andrew Von A, Director of Physical Infrastructure Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Mr. Von A, good to have you back.
1: Good morning, Tom. Thank you for having me.
0: The GAO was asked to look at how well DOT tracks airline complaints and how they feed back information. Tell us the scope of this report.
1: Uh, sure. Well, we have we were asked to look at, well, there have been a lot of news stories uh, over the last year or more um, about sort of, you know, sort of uh, some quote-unquote horror stories about air travel. Uh, Dr. Dow being dragged off of an airplane, uh, instances of recent more recently instances of sexual verbal or physical assault or harassment, um, and certainly the, the seeming increased presence of service animals and other types of things. Um, so we were asked to kind of look at sort of what's the state of uh, air travel, what is the state of consumer satisfaction? what are the trends and complaints? And then what is DOT doing to enforce passenger protections and ensure airline compliance with those protections?
0: And I guess you found DOT is fairly good, but there's room for improvement. Tell us what you found.
1: Sure. Um, well, as far as uh, what the data show about uh, the state of air travel, um, sort of a bit of a mixed bag. Um, some some measures show improvement. Uh, denied boardings are down. Delays are down. baggage uh, Incidents with baggage are down. Uh, customer satisfaction indexes actually show some improvement uh, over the last uh, few years. Yet overall, over the last decade, complaints have increased. Um, and in particular, in certain areas, we've seen increases in disability issues, complaints around those, uh, complaints around oversales, and, and and about fares. So as far as what, is D- what DOT is doing, uh, they have a number of things that they do to enforce passenger protections. They process all of the complaints that they receive. Um, you know, given certain trends, they will investigate airlines and what their what their practices are. Uh, they do compliance inspections and audits of airlines on occasion. Uh, and they also uh, educate passengers and airlines about uh, their responsibilities and their rights. So
0: basically, they have purview over anything non-safety related. That is to uh, say, DOT components other than the FAA. That's correct when you say complaints are rising, I mean, what's the level of complaints that come into DOT every year? Is it hundreds of thousands? Is it millions? Is it tens of thousands?
1: DOT receives thousands of complaints each year that they process. Of course, uh, the, for every single uh, complaint that DOT receives, the airlines themselves receive many, many more uh, that don't necessarily go to DOT. So DOT, the ones that do go through DOT's website, they process all of those complaints Um, They code them according to whether they have the potential for violating a passenger protection uh, and they uh, move them through the process accordingly.
0: Now, DOT has five areas that it must comply with in in this whole performance area, providing compliance assistance to the airlines themselves, processing these complaints that you said number in the thousands, inspecting the airlines and investigating potential violations and then taking whatever enforcement actions are available to it. How did DOT do in those areas?
1: Uh, well, generally speaking, DOT goes through all of those different activities, um, but what we found was they don't really have a way to uh, measure how well they're doing. Um, they don't have a way to sort of, or targets that I, I should say, or goals for you know what, how many audits they should do or how many inspections they should be doing, um, exactly what they're getting out of that and whether we're seeing improvement from some of those actions. Uh, So that led to us uh, for us to recommend that they start to measure those types of things so they're able to target their resources to those activities that give them sort of the biggest bang for their buck.
0: Yeah. How do they set their performance measures? I mean, the level of air travel is rising. I think, what do we hear, 30 million people alone traveled by air in the United States over Thanksgiving weekend alone. And so it sounds like things are basically working pretty well. But what are how does DOT set its own performance measures?
1: Uh, well, there's a number of things they could do I mean and currently they they don't really have performance measures um, you know they have the activities that they per, that they that they pursue but you um, know sort of uh, in terms of the, the number of inspections for example they haven't uh, had an airline inspection over the last year or so um, so there's sort of you know a way to, to think about whether you know that's something that they should be doing on a regular basis how many they should be doing um, so that so right now they don't really have a way of, of measuring what they're doing
0: We're speaking with Andrew Von Ah, Director of Physical Infrastructure Issues at the Government Accountability Office. And which components in DOT are responsible? Is part of the problem and maybe the lack of standards across these different areas because more than one component is involved?
1: Uh, so no, not really. Uh, it's the Aviation Consumer Protection Division within DOT that's responsible for these efforts. Um, but they do have limited staff, um, just uh, 18 attorneys and 15 analysts to conduct all of these activities. And as you said, uh, there's there's uh, increasing air travel uh, and a lot for them to, to look at.
0: And when they are supposed to inspect an airline, what does that mean in terms of, of that particular office of consumer protection?
1: So, so in a... Inspection could take a couple of different forms. Um, sometimes they'll do a headquarters inspection where they'll, they'll, they will go to a, uh, an airline, look at all of the policies and procedures they have in place uh, relative to the existing consumer protections. Uh, other times they will go to an airport uh, where they can hit a number of different airlines to sort of see what's, what, what information is available at the gate, um, how knowledgeable the gate agents and others are around consumer protections and things of that nature.
0: And I'm looking through the report where you give the regulatory requirements for various demands made of airlines with respect to animals and seating and all of these other parameters. And there's quite a number of regulations that have their origins in different statutes. So it's a little bit more regulated than people might realize, I think.
1: There there are a number of consumer protections in place. Um and not everybody I think knows all of all of their rights that that actually do exist. Uh, DOT to its credit has done a little bit of, uh, has made some improvements to their website. They have an aviation consumer protection website that outlines all of the uh, passengers' rights and uh, the, the recourse available to them, uh, ways that they can complain if something goes wrong and, and things of that nature. So uh, DOT has done uh, made some efforts to to reach out to customers to let them know what their rights are. One other finding we had in this area was that we thought DOT could do a little bit more to find out if those efforts were effective or not, if they were reaching uh, the consumers that they were hoping to reach.
0: And you also found some mixed. Well, well, I'll read the the title here: mixed information on improvement in the quality of airline service. Sounds like the information that's gathered doesn't quite make it out in a way that's comparable or complete. Sometimes.
1: Uh, Well, it's interesting. I mean, these are these are different measures. They're measuring sort of different things. I mean, some. And, and consumers have uh, some things that are, are, they, they like about air travel. I mean, if you get, get to your destination on time at a reasonable price, uh, you may be quite satisfied with your service. Um, and and for, in other cases, you know, if something goes wrong, you may complain that you, know, you had a, a poor experience for whatever reason. Uh, so, so there's no sort of single measure of, of consumer satisfaction or whether air travel has you know, overall improved. I mean, it's improved in some ways. and In other ways, there are still some issues.
0: Yeah, well, if you like a flying bus, I guess it's a pretty decent way to get from point A to point B, more than a few miles.
1: There you go. What
0: were your recommendations, basically, for DOT?
1: Uh, Our recommendations were for DOT to develop measures around the different uh, uh, ways that they uh, look at enforcement and compliance with passenger protections. So that they could better target their resources and understand how effective uh, their efforts are, uh, as well as to uh, look at ways that uh, improve the the ways that they can reach out to the public to inform them about their rights.
0: And what was their reaction to those recommendations?
1: DOT agreed with those recommendations uh, and is uh, taking steps to implement them.
0: But it sounds like in general, by the measures that matter the most, getting people from point A to point B with their luggage on time, the airlines are actually improving.
1: That, that's absolutely true. That's what the data are showing, yes.
0: But not everyone gets a flying lazy boy recliner, I guess, is the big issue.
1: <laughs> it may not always be the most comfortable way to get there, uh, and um, there may be other issues that happen along the way.
0: Well, maybe they'll bring back those little pre-mixed Manhattans I used to like. Andrew Vana is Director of Physical Infrastructure Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. We'll
0: post a link to his report and to this interview at slash federal drive. Subscribe to the federal drive at iTunes or Podcast One. Still to come on Federal News Radio advice for how to change an agency culture that seems to embrace harassment and retaliation. But first, the Postal Service's ethics program covers everyone from the Postmaster General to the letter carrier on your street. It's the federal drive with Tom Tamman, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network.